I think that building an audience on social media, hands down, was the number one thing that I did to create success for myself. And building that audience was my way of making sales when I, never mind, didn't have a marketing budget. I was in like 30 grand of student debt. Welcome to the Boss Bay Podcast, the place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. I'm your host, Danielle Canty, and this week I am quizzing our very own Natalie Ellis on all the things Instagram. This has to be one of our most requested episodes, and as you know, things on social media are always changing consistently and constantly, so staying ahead of the curve is really, really important. And we got you, okay? So in this episode, Natalie walks through a framework that she's actually never shared before. So make sure you're taking notes. You're going to want to grab that paper and pen and listen in closely to this episode because it's going to be an absolute game changer if you really want to master your growth on social media. Then run and sign up for her Influence Masterclass. It's going to build on everything that we talk about in this episode and go into even more detail because my guess is you're going to listen to this episode, take a ton of notes, but still have some more questions and that masterclass is going to answer them for you. Okay. So going to put the link in the show notes as well. Sign up there and then you're going to have a full 90 minute masterclass, which we go into way more detail. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode. Okay. So Natalie, I'm going to interview you today because we get so many questions about social media and it's well known that I was a little bit late to the social media (laughs) game, shall we say. I think my Instagram account started in 2017. However, you've been on Instagram for nearly a decade now Mm -hmm. and I really want to understand what got you interested in the first place. Yeah, I've I literally have been over a decade now, which is crazy to think about. So I initially got onto Instagram because I just saw it as this free marketing tool. So whilst I was building my first product-based company, it was such a pain in the ass going back and forth with manufacturers and not really having anything to sell or anything to really show for what I was doing. Spent my time doing while I was waiting on getting samples back. And I, whenever I'm going to do something, I feel like I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go all in. So I started studying it and I started to notice what worked, what doesn't. And I grew a following for that product-based business pretty quickly when, you know, I was setting it up over the course of a year. And by the time we launched, we had over 30,000 followers, which, you know, now doesn't always sound like a lot, which I still think it is a lot. But back then that was a lot. Um, And it really translated into sales for me. And that gave me is this big indication of, okay, this is a really interesting platform and you should start studying it. So I literally did since then. I have studied Instagram inside out and I've started multiple accounts. I've helped people with different accounts. And as well as setting up that account for myself, I was making money on the side by doing it freelance. So what I was learning, I was putting into practice for other people. And so it brought us here. It's so smart. You're like monetizing <laughs> on both ways. So I have a question on this though, but because I understand that you say you had a product-based business And at that time, you were really thinking, how can I get this into the hands of people who would want it? And did you, were you very clear, were other people utilizing Instagram in this way at that time? Or were you seeing an opportunity that you're like, let me try this? Yeah, people were. Um, 
I wouldn't say brands were using it the same way they are today. But what I noticed, so this product that I was manufacturing was a superfood supplement. And back, for anyone that's been on Instagram for a long time, you'll remember at the beginning, it was all about fitness. So it was a lot of fitness influencers and it was a lot of people showing what they were cooking. And so for me, I thought, okay, I could share the same kind of content that fitness influencers are doing, but I could not put my face on it. So... I utilize so many reposts because I'm not the best foodie photographer. I'm just going to put that out there. I also have no interest in showing abs on Instagram. So I actually didn't post any of my own content. I would create my own quotes and infographics, but I'd always repost other people's and I'd curate really good content. And so if for anyone listening that's feeling like they need to be the best photographer or whatever, it's important to remember, I had half a million followers before I did my first photo shoot. And that was two successful companies just through curating content and being a curator and then finding the kind of content that worked for me. And obviously when we started doing Boss Babe, we were doing quotes. We weren't doing photo shoots of me and you. I mean, it was so hard for me yeah. to get used to a photo shoot as well. It really was. I'd only <laughs> just gotten started doing it. And then you came on board and like, I'd gotten started doing photo shoots. You were like, okay, fine, I'll do it a little bit. But neither of us have really been interested in that and so I always think with Instagram and I could go down rabbit hole but it's really about looking at how you can use the platform in a way that speaks to your zone of genius so for me I feel like I'm really good at curating like an aesthetic and I'm really good at like short snappy content and I just put that together. And I think what's really good about where we're at now with social media is like you've just said what your zones of genius and what works well for you. But we're also seeing things move into a place where you can bring so much of your own personality or your own things that work well for you, whether it's like, actually, some people are really authentic. Like, you know, we had Bunny Barbie on the show and her brand's built on showing up, no makeup at times, just putting rough content, very authentic content out there, but not polished at all. And I think that's what's really important to remember is to to find like your own style and to find like what works for you because so that you can ultimately be consistent and show up consistently on social media. So I have a question around that because lots of people want to, you know, when social media first got started, you, a lot of it was around, you know, interacting with people you knew and then it grew that. And now lots of people monetize their social media and they grow with intention to help a personal brand or to help a business brand, which I know a lot of our listeners do as well. So do you feel like there's any like formulas that really help people grow now? Like, you know, you already started by saying, actually, I was starting to teach people what I learned. So what do you think like ways structures that people can follow to growth? Yeah, I love this question. So I actually teach a method now called the MBA method. And I just recently started to teach this because I realized over the past few years, when I've been teaching Instagram, I've taught it in a slightly fragmented way. And I think some people have get confused or try and run before they can walk. And what I mean by that is I've always taught in two ways that until your content strategy is dialed in, you should not like fire up your growth engine because all you're going to notice is you're on the follower roller coaster. You're getting followers and you're losing them. You're getting them and you're losing them. You're focusing on the, the wrong thing. What I've actually done now is expanded that to be able to teach something called the MBA method. So magnetize, build, activate. And so what that is, is it really shows you that monetizing on social media is a, there's a roadmap to it and there are stages to it because I see a lot of business coaches or social media coaches out there who I think are teaching really 
detrimental strategies. I see people out there who, you know, they sign you to work with them for three months and they'll have you go so hard on your social media that say you had a thousand people on there. They help you make, say, a a bunch of money and all of a sudden your audience is burned out, your contract's terminated with that coach. And what are you going to do now? You've got a burned out audience and you're not making sales. And I was seeing a lot of people come into our programs who'd been burned like that and were really struggling. And it's not to say what they're teaching is wrong. Clearly it works because it's helping people make money. But the issue is they're burning out their audience and there's no new people coming in the funnel. And if you think about just the marketing funnel as a whole, if you're just always focused on the bottom and there's no one coming in the top, eventually it's going to run out and you're going to struggle. So the MBA method, it breaks that down and starts to explain how you can put all of these kind of strategies together in a way that builds a business for the long term because I know that every single person listening is wanting to build a business in the long term we're not here for like get rich quick schemes so magnetize it's all about getting clear on your what your brand is and one thing I like to say here is firstly you don't need to put yourself in a box we're all multi-dimensional human beings and you can always change what your brand is. I think some people get so paralyzed. Like I'm not 100% sure on my niche. I'm not sure my brand is. I'm not going to start. Yeah. Whereas for me, I feel like my brand's always evolving. Like it's always changing because I'm changing. And if I was waiting for the perfect brand or moment, like when I find feel like I've figured myself out or got my shit together, I'd be waiting forever. And when I started, I mean... The, those of you who are listening, and I know some of you are the OGs, if you can remember what my first blog was called, please, please drop me a DM because I know there are some <laughs> of you here. But if you remember back to my first ever blog, I mean, I didn't know what my niche is. I was posting about natural skincare. I was everything you can imagine, just trying to figure out what my rhythm was. But the main thing was I, I did it and you I got it. started. So you get clear on your audience, then you start to think about what kind of content you can create on a consistent basis. And I recommend just like choosing one content type. If you're going to go all in on reels, go all in on reels. Don't teach yourself how to go do photo shoots and how to create infographics and all that other stuff. Just pick one content format and decide, you know what, this is the one content type I'm going to get good at. I'm not going to worry about not knowing how to work a DSLR or knowing my lighting or long form captions. Or if writing is your thing, great, let's go all in on that. Just pick one content type that you know you can do consistently. So Build, like get clear on that brand, start putting content out there and create an engine around it. Create an engine so that it doesn't feel so time consuming or paralyzing and it will take time to get there. But I promise that when you get there, it makes everything else so much easier. So that's the magnetize element. Build, obviously it does what it says mm-hmm. in the tin. This is where you want to be building an audience and you want to be building an audience of people that actually care about your content. It's, you know, there's a lot of growth tactics out there where you can bring a lot of followers to your page who probably don't give a shit what you post about. And if they don't engage with you, Instagram's going to think your content isn't relevant and you're going to really mess up your account. Again, we get a lot of people into yeah. IGA that are like, uh, I have all these followers that aren't interested. What do I do with them? So that's the second part that's built. And then activate is the the third part. And activate is where you monetize your audience. You activate your audience and you start to take them off of platform onto a secondary platform. Like say it's your email list or whatever. You're putting people into different funnels. You're making offers. And I really think about it in that roadmap. I don't think you should start an Instagram account and that day be trying to monetize. I just think you'll really shoot yourself in the foot. And it's the same with YouTube, TikTok, all of these platforms, this roadmap will apply to no matter what social media platform and that's really smart just like following it and really it's just thinking about it logically I see so often like people 
don't think in a common sense manner when it comes to growing on social media. They just see these like highlight wheels or, you know, these overnight successes where all of a sudden it's, oh yeah, I just need to do these few posts and then I'm going to make these millions of dollars, et cetera. But just really understanding, no, it like takes time. You have to follow the formulas consistently. And I think what you're saying there about, you know, people burning out their audience and forgetting that you need to constantly consistently think of value so that you're always funneling people through it's just going to be for a lot of people like oh yeah I'm not doing that like how do I always lead? and we always say we always lead with value yeah and then the other thing I want, you, I want to point out is when you were talking about the magnetized part was where you were saying like I always think if people are hearing themselves say oh I'll post this when mm. I'll show up when I'll be consistent when I'll be happy when. Yeah. It's just, it's across the board. I think that's one thing I had to really fight as well was like, you know, being able to just go, okay, it doesn't have to be perfect. 80% is done. And one of my things was, I remember this time when I first met you at Brendan Bouchard's event and you posted on, we did a workout and you took your phone out, you went on stories, you just shot this quick story really quickly, like one take. And then you posted it and my jaw dropped. I was like, what? She didn't do four takes and make sure it was perfect before she uploaded it to all her followers. I'm like, my mind was blown. But that's when I realized like I would actually, and this was game was like 2018, actually no, it was 2017. I would spend ages creating content. So you were getting out twice as much content as I was because I was agonizing over it being perfect. And then what I realized was like, well, actually, if it wasn't up in the first place, no one was even seeing it. So it didn't even matter if it was perfect because no one was seeing it in the first place. And just really kind of allowing people to think more logically around like, you know, to be giving that value, you have to show up consistently. It doesn't matter if it's perfect, but at least you're putting content out there. Yeah. And I actually want to speak to that common sense thing because you've You've just made me think of something that I I don't think people talk about a lot. So much of this is common sense, right? And we don't see it. So for example, say someone comes to us and says, I have no idea how to grow on social media. I have no idea how to attract followers. One of the simplest questions like you can ask is, who's your favorite influencer? And they list someone. Okay, cool. How did you find them? oh, they were reposted by another influencer. I heard them on a podcast. Um, Their reel was syndicated to me. I saw them in the Explore page. Their content was getting shared a lot. They'll start listing a bunch of ways in which they found their favorite influencers. And then I'll say to them, so how do you grow on social media? And it's common, like it's common sense. They're like, oh, wait, that whole list of things I just said is exactly how I grow on social media. And it really is, there's so much of this where, you know, we can break it down. You don't always need someone to show you every single thing. It sometimes just takes stopping and taking a look around and, oh, okay, that's how I do it. And it's the same thing if you look at the content of the the, the favorite influencers you follow, probably you'll notice they have one type of content that they're really good at creating and they just do that one thing consistently and they mess up, they do typos, they stutter over their words and it makes you feel more connected to them because you think that they're human they're not perfect yeah and again it's like if you're in your head like people aren't gonna resonate with me because I'm stirring over my words so I'm not articulate oh wait I actually resonate with influencers or the creators who are just like that Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. 
I have been referring back to this platform for years and I love that you can simply log in and take inspirational classes from world-class coaches no matter where you are. If you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love what you see. One of the latest classes I tuned into was Anna Winter's class on creativity and leadership. She takes you into her office as Vogue's editor-in-chief and it was so inspiring to learn about her leadership style, team culture, and how she encourages creativity in her team. Not only does Masterclass have tangible business development classes that you can watch at your desk or listen to on the go, but it also includes classes in 10 other categories ranging from food, home and lifestyle, music, wellness, design and so much more. There are over 200 classes to choose from with new classes added every month. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee so there's no risk and right now our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe masterclass.com slash boss babe the other day the team and i were talking about how much our audience loves biohacking and whenever we release content based around creating better habits for our lifestyle and health you all seem to really soak it up and request more so I wanted to share about our podcast sponsor, Prolon, today because I've never seen a company like this. Prolon is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making cells believe that they're fasting. There are so many strategic benefits to fasting, and Prolon helps you hit these goals without actually needing to fast. Prolon's five-day program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all designed to keep your body in a fasted state. And you get everything pre-packaged, labeled, and ready to go, so there's no guesswork. It's super simple, and it works. Extended fasting of at least two to three days has proven to produce unique benefits like cellular rejuvenation, metabolic support, and increased cardiovascular health. So if you're ready for a fasting program that doesn't leave you hungry or exhausted and instead gives you more energy, I highly recommend giving Prolon a try. Right now, Prolon is offering Boss Babe podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash boss babe. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life dot com slash boss babe for this special offer prolonlife.com slash boss babe so we talk about soul cbd a lot because natalie and i are huge fans and we talk about how we utilize it a lot for anxiousness because it kind of takes away and just makes you feel normal again. But one thing that we've not really spoken about is how we actually use it for productivity and performance. Because did you know that CBD can actually help with regards to focus? This is actually news to me too. And I don't know how I really went so long without knowing this because I kind of pride myself. I don't know all the science productivity hacks, uh, but so CBD was one I actually didn't know. So once I found this out, I started taking it every single afternoon they actually take the soul cbd alert capsules and i swear that my productivity has really increased my mind feels a lot clearer and my brain fog has really cleared as well so overall i feel like my output has exponentially increased and as we all know, let's have some real talk here. Heading into Q4 is really, really busy because not only you have loads of things going on in your business or your job, but you also have the holidays and, you know, all those parties that you kind of have to go to, we don't really want to go to, but they're kind of fun once you get there. You know the ones I'm talking about. So, 
you know, we need that little, we need that little pick me up to keep us going. So if this sounds like you, you've got a lot going on. You don't want to do energy drinks, which are going to give you the jitters and all those things. Try Soul CBD because it really, really does help me get more done in less time. All you need to do is go to mysoulcbd.com forward slash boss babe and get yourself a bottle. And like we said, as your listeners, we want to reward that. You actually get 15% off on all your orders, whether you're a new customer, whether you're an old customer. So stock up whilst this code is active. You're going to use the code BOSSBABE15 at checkout and get your discount. So mysoulcbd.com forward slash BOSSBABE and use the code BOSSBABE15 at checkout. And whilst we're on the theme of having to get a lot done, if you guys follow me, you will know that we've been deep in filming for our newest course that releases in less than a week. We're so, so excited. I cannot wait to tell you more about that, but I also want to give you a bit of behind the scenes because that's what this Boss Babe podcast is all about. So I want to be authentic with you guys. I want to be real. I want to be honest and tell you that quite honestly, I freaking hate shoot days. I really do. Like filming is really, really tiring. You have to have so much makeup on. You have to have your hair done. And you think it sounds glamorous. Like I used to be like, oh my goodness, like I wish that was me. I get to do this. And then when you're actually doing it, you're like, oh, this isn't quite so much fun as I thought it was going to be. However, I'm going to tell you the little hack that I do, this little secret. So you can have a good little giggle when you are actually watching these very professional films because on the top, I have my hair done, have my makeup on, I have a blazer on, I have all my jewelry and my bling, all the things. And then you're going to see me working at a very professional desk. But underneath that, my hack is I have my favorite Lumia joggers on. I am not joking. I filmed the whole of the new course, which you're going to hear about real soon in joggers. Seriously, I'm also that person who does this on Zoom as well. So never be fooled by my professional looking outfit on the top. Just know I'm basically sat in linear joggers. So now you can giggle along when you see that. And the reason I wear linear is because it's really breathable. It's really soft. It washes and never changes. You know those joggers normally that you get, you put them in the wash and then they just look so crappy afterwards. Lunya is not like this. It feels amazing and it lasts. That's why I absolutely love it and I cannot recommend it enough. Also, they have a full sleepwear line, which I am obsessed with their washable silk. Quite honestly, it makes me feel like a million dollars in bed. So I'm not joking. They're my favorite go-to loungewear, sleepwear, clothing. And I think I probably wear them at least twice a week between the variety of joggers and jumpsuits that I own and the washable sleepwear sets that I have and the eye masks that I have. I'm basically a living head to toe in Lanya. So if you want to know what I'm talking about and you want to understand this, you are going to want to head to Lanya's website. I'm going to put a link and use the code for hyphen boss babes. So F-O-R hyphen B-O-S-S-B-A-B-E-S, that S on the end, for hyphen boss babes at the checkout for your exclusive discount. And I cannot wait to hear, like, and if you are like me and you have any filming to do or Zoom calls, send me a screenshot. I want to see in my DMs, you guys looking chic on top, but these beautiful joggers underneath. It's so true. Mm. That is really true. You put different standards on yourself that you often put on others. Yeah. So 
if someone's listening and they're like, okay, I really want to start monetizing social media. I really want to be growing on social media. And I've been doing this for ages and I'm not just, I feel, they feel like they're not getting anywhere. You know, they're going yeah. round in circles, all these things. Like, what is your advice to those people? So before you start monetizing, it's really important that you start testing your audience to see if anyone's actually ready for you to start monetizing. So the way that I would do that is, is what I mentioned beforehand, where you start to think about your secondary platform. So on the day that we're recording this, Instagram is down. Listen, we're big yeah. advocates of Instagram and social media, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to say it, you know, we are dependent on these social media platforms existing and working. And if there are days where the algorithm is down and you're not making any money because of that, then it's a problem if you're solely relying on that. And so I always say, pick a secondary platform. So your primary platform is the platform where you have a rented audience. So it's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, wherever it is. Your secondary platform is where you build an audience that you own. That's your real estate. Yep. So you've got your rented apartment in the city and then you've got your house in the suburbs. <laughs> all right. And so with that secondary platform, it might be your email list. You and I are the biggest advocates of email yep. list. It might be a text list. It could be, you know, depending on your business, you could actually be taking people's names and addresses. Whichever way you want to collect your customers, your ideal customers data, your audience data, and actually own it, that's how you'll start to test. And so if I was in a place where I feel like I'd been creating content, I'd found my brand, I was starting to build an audience. And I'm not saying, by the way, you need 10,000 followers. You could do this with less followers as long as your content's dialed in and your growth is dialed in. So you start to put something out there like a free PDF or a quiz or something that gets them to take the next step and opt in to being part of your secondary platform. If they are doing that, they're telling you three things that they know you, they like you, and they trust you. When those three things are present, you are then able to take your follower or audience member to the next step and start monetizing. I think that's just really important to highlight to people as well. You know, like the importance right from the get-go around having that strategy in place and really seeing the email or address, whatever it tends to be, but is a currency. Yeah. Like that actually also builds value in your business. And we know, you know, ourselves, that obviously we have that Instagram, that's very much the top of funnel. And then how, having that email is really where a lot of people convert to. And imagine so, if we'd known this from the beginning and we yeah. were building an email list from the get-go. Well, that's the thing, you guys. Like we always, I love that we do this. We just share like everything that we've learned. So your journey can be twice as fast yeah. as ours. We've made so many mistakes over you guys, this time. If we if we'd had someone telling us this from the get-go, things would have been incredibly different. Yeah. But I feel like that's the important thing. Like you just show up and try. And, you know, one thing I really want, I feel like there's going to be two types of people listening to this podcast. Those who are showing up, but perhaps they've not got the strategy behind it and they just need to think through that MBA method more and follow that. And then there's going to be the other people who are listening. So they're like you. And then the other people are going to be like, when you first started, now yeah. you're sharing that strategy. And the other people I feel like are going to be like more me, where it's like they're stuck in paralysis of actually posting. They're like mm. scared to actually make that hurdle. And I think like just even whichever camp you end up sitting in, just recognize that you can do something about it. Like you can move through it. You just have to be like intentional about taking those next steps. So since we've been on social media, and obviously like you say you've been in this decade, there's been a lot of changes, whether it's been to your personal brand or even how Instagram started and more recently moving towards a video first platform in many ways. What changes do you see coming and how do you think people should prepare for those? Should they even prepare? 
Yeah. So the first thing that we'll talk about is the the video first. So Instagram did come out and say that. What Instagram executives have said is that there is still a place on the platform for images. If you're the kind, if your followers are the kind of people that really relate to images, then that's not to say that you can't do them anymore. Image content still performs really well for us because our audience love our quotes. They love our infographics. They love our carousels. So that's the first thing that I want to say is Firstly, don't let that worry you. The second thing is, yes, we are moving into a different space and you might really not want to hear this, but I'm going to say it anyway. The number one way to grow on Instagram right now is Reels. Yeah, It really is. And if you start to master that, you could kill two birds with one stone because is that that's an awful saying. Okay, you could do two things at once (laughs) because you could then repurpose those reels and post them on TikTok and you could be passively if you wanted to be putting stuff on TikTok, even if you weren't wanting to get fully on the platform or vice versa. If you wanted to go all in on TikTok, you could then passively repurpose and post those on Instagram and be growing from it. But currently, I'm not seeing anything perform as good as reels. And then the second layer to that, which has not changed, we've been doing this from the absolute get-go, is the amount of content you post. Mm. You know, I don't post every single day purely because Instagram isn't my number one priority anymore. It used to be. It isn't anymore. We you know, we spend so much time in our membership now with yeah. our clients and on our email list. That's really where we love to do. And, the, and so Instagram, it isn't, if I'm like, oh, I haven't posted today, that's fine. However, the minute I want to turn up the growth dial, I turn up the frequency of, of my posts. That's the number one thing I do. And, you, you know, we see, we track the data of our socials every single week. The minute we turn the dial up, the growth goes through the roof. If I wanted to grow more, I would post more reels and I would do it more frequently. The more you post, the more followers you're going to get. It really is as simple as that. And also, I just want to, for you to tell people which content you choose to dial up because you're really good at analyzing your insights and data. Mm. And I think that's just important that when you're saying you increase posting, it's not with no strategy in mind either. So what do you do there? Yeah, so the first thing to do is open up your Instagram profile and click on each post and look at the insights. And you're going to see on the insights how many followers you got per post. And you're probably going to notice there are a bunch of posts where you got no followers whatsoever and then some where you got a bunch of followers. Those are the posts that you want to create more of. And for me, on my account, that's been carousels. My audience loves carousels because I can just like give tons of info in one carousel. That Uh, data doesn't currently exist for reels. So you kind of have to do a little digging in the back end. Social Blade's sometimes helpful for this. If you post a reel and you go into Social Blade and you look at your data, you might notice on that day you had a bunch of followers and you kind of just need to like make an educated guess. Was that because of the reel? And if it was, how can you do more of those? So yeah, it's, you really don't want to be throwing stuff at the wall, just hoping something sticks. Ask your audience what they want, listen to your audience and continue doing what works. I want to ask you as well. So you've been building on social media a long time. How do you think your audience on social media or growing on social media has changed your life and lifestyle? Well, I wouldn't be sitting here. That's for sure. I think 
that building an audience on social media, hands down, was the number one thing that I did to create success for myself. So, you know, I first started on Instagram when I was in a little apartment mixing powdered supplements in my kitchen and building that audience was my way of making sales when I, never mind, didn't have a marketing budget. I was in like 30 grand of student debt and being able to post on Instagram and start shipping to over 60 countries, then getting recognized by one of the biggest beauty brands in the entire country, stocking in over 280 stores. That all happened because of Instagram. And that was my first ever kind of call it like a break. First time that I ever saw any kind of success from what I was doing. And since then, you know, my audience has grown with me and staying with me and continue to grow. And what's really interesting about having an audience is no matter what you turn your hand to, if you're solving problems for your audience, you're always going to be in business. You know, it's not like a a business where you, let's say you're manufacturing one product and all of a sudden that business goes down and and everything's gone. If you want to change businesses, if you want to pivot, if you want to change your working style, all of that is possible. And over the years, you know, having an audience has allowed me to do so many things. I, when my supplement company started taking off, I decided to go traveling and I would work from my laptop, from my iPhone, because I had that audience. That was my marketing channel. I would speak directly to them eventually it led me to being in America, led me to meeting you and led us to create what we've created. And I can honestly say if I hadn't started building an audience way back then, none of this would have happened. I firmly believe that social media has opened up business opportunity for everyone. I think starting a business prior to social media, you had to be in the right circles, Mm -hmm. access to the right capital, access to the right people in your network to have conversations with. And I think I, I just want to recognize like everyone is sat with such an opportunity in their phone consistently. You don't need to have an investment to start your social media account. You don't, all you need to do is invest time yep. and everyone has time. You can make time and anyone who says they don't have time, it just means that it's not a priority for you. Exactly. Okay. Like that's what it comes down to. Like if you really, really want this and you're like, I literally want to change my life. I want to grow this business. I want to grow my personal brand. It is there for the taking. Yeah. You know, whatever walk of life you're from, you can show up on this and really change things. So for those people who are listening and they're like, oh my goodness, I, I am motivated. I really want to make a change. I want to go on social media. I want to grow my personal brand. I want to grow this business that I've been thinking of for a little while. What's their game plan? What should they do after listening to this? I think the best thing is come and join my masterclass. I go through the whole MBA method in detail. So I'll give you very specific strategies on the magnetize, build and activate sections. And then I also actually dissect a lot of posts that do really well for us talking about why we go into so much detail. That's probably the best place. It's 90 minutes. And so that's bossway.com forward slash influencer masterclass. And then I'm also going to put, well, let's put a link in the show notes to 30 days of content. So both of these are completely free resources. Like Danielle said, if you're serious about it and you're making it a priority, then you definitely have time. So there's a 90 minute masterclass and then you can get a free workbook where you've got content done for you. It's totally free. 
that is enough to get started and to start actually moving the needle on the platform. Yeah, I think what's going to be good about the masterclass is like you say, you go into so much more detail. You can, everyone can mark this in their calendars, mark the time out. You're like, right, this is my 90 minutes. Bring your notepads and pens and then you can really start moving this direction. So if you have been stuck for a little while, if you've been feeling really stagnant, that's really going to help unlock a lot of people. Yeah, and then I'll just leave it with this, which is building on what you were talking about, about it being a priority. And this goes for absolutely anything that you want to achieve. At some point, you need to stop making excuses and you need to change your mindset into, I am going to make this happen no matter what. Like if you think about the time the time that you decided you were going to be successful, which happened for both of us way before Boss Fame, you mm. decided you were going to be successful that's it. You made the decision. Yeah. And there was no ifs, no buts. Of course, we've dealt with so much shit along the way. Of course, nothing's always gone to plan. But when you are fully all in and you are committed, you're going to get resourceful. You're not going to take no for an answer. You're not going to take a roadblock as a stopper. You literally get resourceful and you make it happen. And until you can get your mindset in that place, I think you're going to struggle. I was actually um, listening to something this morning and they were talking about the want to be successful and he compared it to being like breathing and he was like let's say you're having like an asthma attack or you're really struggling breathing and all in that moment you can only you know you don't care about what's happening on your phone you don't care about like anything else that's going around you you just want that air and he was saying which I actually disagree with and I'm going to compare it to something else in a minute he was like if you want success you need to care about it like breathing and I'm like dude, this is a little bit extravagant, you know, let's not, but I do think it's a little bit like eating, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like it's, you have to be like so hungry for it that you're like, you know, when like you're absolutely famished and you're like, I need to get my, I need to get my hands on food right now. (laughs) You'll get resourceful. You make it happen. You make it happen. And I think that's what success is where you were literally like, I am doing that one thing. Nothing else I'm focusing right now. I was like, I need, the, I need that food right now. I need that success right now. And going after it and realizing that, do you know what? Sometimes you have to go out your way to get it. You, yep. have to, you have to push. You have to be focused on it. And it isn't just going to come by just because one time you're like, yeah, I'd like to be successful. It doesn't work. Like you have yeah. to want it. Like there's never been a time where you or I have came to each other and said, oh yeah, like I know I said I want to do this, but it's just not working for me or I'm not really sure how or I tried and it didn't work. We just don't have those conversations because if we decide we're going to do something, we're going to do it. And of course, we don't know how we're doing, how to do it. But you go, you go find mentors, you Google it, you figure it out. You put in the longer hours if you need to put those hours in. You just get it done. You just get resourceful. And I think unless you have that mindset, it it really is a struggle. There's no room for entitlement. Yeah. In, in business, in life. And just knowing that, you know what, you're probably not going to succeed straight away. You're going to have to yeah. try so many different things. You're going to feel like you've failed sometimes, but you're not. If you just keep getting up, keep trying something new, keep doing the thing, that's when you really get the rewards. I think a lot of, there's a misconception that, oh yeah, one, I'm going to try this one time. It's going to be great. I'm going to do that one post and I'm instantly going to get a hundred followers from it. No, you're not, but you're going to keep showing up and those 10 followers you gain from that one post, you're going to keep posting and they're going to accumulate. And same with like revenue and money. You're just going to keep trying new things. If you've got a product and that product's not really working, you might add things and you might pivot to stuff. And just knowing that the best things come when actually you do iterations on it and just keep trying and it's normal. Like I would just want to normalize the failures and the trying hard, but you just keep going. Exactly. 
couldn't set it better myself. So you want to keep going. They need to be asked. Yeah. Get the so um, head to bossy.com forward slash influencer masterclass if you want to join us on the masterclass. The link is also in the show notes for the 30 days of content freebie. And then I'm curious, give us your feedback on this. Was there anything in this that lit something in you where you're like, I'm going to take that next step? I would really, really love to know. Yeah. Messages on Instagram at Danielle Canty. And at I'm Natalie. And please, please, please leave us a review and subscribe because it really helps the podcast. Yeah. Thanks, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a review. Let us know what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were, and who you'd like to see appear on the show. As a special thanks, we'll send you a copy of our Boss Babe 25. Now, this is an awesome resource. It's the 25 essential things that you need for personal and professional growth. We've included everything from must-have products to books to rituals. This guide literally covers it all, and I know you're going to love it. So if you want your copy, simply leave us a review and then send a screenshot of your review to podcast at bossbabe.com.